And we're back, folks. Welcome to Lost Byways, where we collect road stories from friends, musicians, and various vagabonds that spend their lives on the road. This is episode five, or 523, depending on when we get around to posting it online. I'm your host, Ryan Jones, and I'm joined this week by Ira Hicks, as usual. Our guests this week are singer-songwriter and road pros, Carter Sampson and Eric Oftedal, otherwise known as Eric the Viking. Let's hit the road. So Carter and Eric treated us to a live performance after we talked. I uh, decided to try something new this week and bookend our interview with uh, a live track from each. So without further ado, here's Carter Sampson performing Wild Bird. Sam, 
Set? Yeah, man. Ready to go. You guys ready? Yeah. Yep. There's no episode number, so don't say that. Episode 64. Episode something or we other. We could start doing that. Just random, Just random numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to episode uh, 38. <laughs> yeah. What, <laughs> episode 72? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> we can do that. Especially since it's been uh, released three of them like every two weeks. And then we just disappeared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's that guy that we met that had just listened to one on his way to Lions? Oh, Drew, Drew, Drew Kennedy. Kennedy. Drew Kennedy, that's yeah. what it was, yeah. Yeah. He's a cool guy. Yeah. We doing this? Dad's on, ready to go. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting on you, Dad. <laughs> Waiting on you, Dad. We have with us Eric the Viking, also known as Eric Optidal. Is that how, is that how you do it? You said it right. No, good. And, I'm going to have you spell it, though. And I can, good because I can't spell anyway. Like, <laughs> let's, let's keep it simple for me. And and Carter Sampson. Hi. Hi. There are two musicians from Oklahoma. Well, I guess Eric's not from Oklahoma. I mean, you are now. I kind of am now. Yeah. Yeah. Or did you consider yourself an Oklahoma musician? I don't. I don't know what I consider myself uh, these days. Just a musician. Yeah. I mean, Carter, would you? I'm you based out of here. I mean, yeah. I was just thinking about yesterday when he called and said, "I'm going down to the Walmart." <laughs> And I was like, you're not from Minnesota anymore. <laughs> the change has happened. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's been pretty gradual. Well, I guess, you know, it's been gradual. Now it's just taking over. Now it's a part of me, <laughs> whether I like it or not. Right. Yeah. Now, we did decide where you were from at one point. We were going to make shirts, but I can't remember the uh, what the acronym came out to be. Which Mena, one? Mena, Colorado? Or Men, yeah. Oh, yeah. God, who even knows anymore? Who even knows anymore? What? what? a Colorado homo? <laughs> Sounds like a disease. It, it kind of is. <laughs> I think we, we all have it now. Yeah. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Something else we can share. Yeah. Wow. Just jumping right in, huh? <laughs> uh, yes. Well, you. So you you are from born and raised in Minnesota, correct? Correct. Yeah. Um, and you got here when? It would have been four, four and a half years ago, March of 2011. I moved here, March 3rd. Oh, oh it's highly accurate. It is. Um, I don't know why I remember so specifically, but and C- Carter got here about two, three years after that. Is that right? Um, no, I got here on June 18th, 1980. Okay, I was born, <laughs> yeah. I was born in Oklahoma City. <laughs> Right. Okay. I lived other places though, but I've been back now for several years. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's when I got here. <laughs> Baptist Hospital. Oh, well, um, 17 days before that, Midwest City Hospital, I, I, I arrived. Wow. Children. Children. <laughs> You're just babies. You're just babies, <laughs> says the thir- this 37 year old. <laughs> back in my day. So you you guys do a lot of touring, and the thing we do a lot on here is talk about travel and music, and you guys are traveling musicians, so you're kind of like what we want to be when we grow up. <laughs> <laughs> you can laugh about it. Sorry, that was funny on a lot of levels. Yeah, I know. I think I was more just laughing at someone wanting to be me when they grew up. <laughs> well, Eric. And then it was you. <laughs> <laughs> I have dreams. They're not. They haven't all been crushed, you know. And my dream, my dream, my dream is to to travel the world and tell people shitty stories with my music. There you go. They make tens of dollars a day. <laughs> make dozens and dozens of dollars a <laughs> year. You could be a hundred air. 
So you see, so you guys um, split a lot of dollar menu items, or mm-hmm. we actually eat pretty well. We do all right. <laughs> we probably should be a little cheaper. Probably. We could tour a little more Food's wisely. Food's not one thing we skimp on. <laughs> I think our last trip to Colorado and New Mexico, we ate Mexican food for like three straight weeks every That's single day. It's the best time of the day. <laughs> it, is. <laughs> it is. I drank, or drank, I drank green chili every day <laughs> in New Mexico. <laughs> did. At least once a day. It keeps the insides fortified. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if I'd call it that. More. <laughs> It's really not conducive to traveling in an RV with him. But Are we get, oh, we're going there. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> no. no, you don't. Is it, it gets gets toxic. No, no, it's not no. that bad. Although oh, no. I couldn't figure out why my stomach hurt every day. <laughs> <laughs> why does my stomach hurt? You uh, you you wash your green bowl of green chili down with a beer. Why does my stomach hurt? This makes no sense. It was I'm worth help- it though. Damn it! I'm a healthy it. boy. So you so you guys traveled through New Mexico, Colorado, and. California, is that right? Mm, we have in the past. This last trip was just Colorado and New Mexico. Uh, Made actually, a stop in Kansas yeah. and Arkansas. The more recent one was up to Minnesota and back. That was fun. That she was got fun. to she got to see the the motherland and <laughs> hear people with the, the thickest accents that didn't say the WalMarts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, they say bag. Bag. Yeah. Going to the grocery store was almost too much for me to handle. <laughs> the amount of times they said bag. <laughs> Do they push buggies up there or do they have carts? Carts. Really? I just wear carts down here. Yeah. See, so we're not so different. <laughs> but didn't you say people were really, really nice up they there? They were really nice. <laughs> uh, See, so I mean, you used to live in Colorado. And does it make it, does it, make it weird or, I don't know. Just more nostalgic when you go back to Colorado or even Carter when you go to California. I mean, it's, is it is it more fun to go uh, to places that you used to live and play? It's yeah, it's cool. It, I found the more I've done this, I've, I've kept pretty constant contact with certain areas in Minnesota and Colorado since I moved here, and eventually it just kind of turns into another home. Right. You know, like in Colorado. I stay with our good friend Kaylee Sue out there and, and at her house. Like, I still have pots and pans there. You know, like, yeah. I know where everything is, and it just kind of becomes, you know, well, I, I live, comforting in that I've way. lived my life as a squatter. Yeah, you know. You know yeah. how it is. Yeah. So I, I know how, how having some things everywhere is a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I got super excited after last tour because I realized I, I have five toothbrushes in five different states pretty much permanently. <laughs> A lot of my friends have to explain them to new girlfriends and whatnot. <laughs> no, that's just Eric. <laughs> yeah. He lives here sometimes. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you don't know when, but he'll be here and then he won't. Yep. <laughs> we were staying with a friend of his in Denver and we parked our RV in her driveway and I heard the next morning she got up and he stuck his head out the window to say hi and and he said, did you ever think I'd be sleeping in your driveway? And she just said, yep. And I got in her car and left. It's just a matter of time. It of takes time. a certain kind of person to do it, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But going back to the question, it just I just find comfort in it. It's just kind of, you know, right. it's different different homes, different places. Now it, I, it's almost like addicting. And it, I, I don't know if addicting is a word, but I'll find myself, you know, 
like this last time when we went out there, it, it was almost a year since I'd been back to Colorado and that was pretty hard. So you just get used to being in these places around these people for, you know, yeah. just long enough to have fun and not drive each other crazy. Then you're gone. Everyone's mm-hmm. always happy to see you because you're not there for very long. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. Because <laughs> it's, yeah. it's only once a year that you leave a sink full of dishes. Yeah, and every a toothbrush. Day. <laughs> yeah, and it's... Yeah, yeah uh, well, uh, I guess that's that my point is, like, so do you do you enjoy playing those places that you used to live that you have a familiar, a familiar crowd? Yeah. Or, people, or, I like or new places? I really do like both. I, I like going to places where... I know that people will be there and I kind of know who I'll get to see and um, familiar with the venue or the city or whatever. But I also really love going to new places like Minnesota was pretty much new territory for me. And we played at a folks or a folk festival in um, St. Peter. And it was really great to get in front of this whole crowd that had no idea who I was or anything about me. And um, so, yeah, I like both. I really love to travel. So being a musician kind of goes yeah, hand in hand. Yeah, and and that kind of brings me to to the next thing we want to talk about is like music festivals. And you've done a lot of them this summer. I mean, you do a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I played the Telluride Bluegrass Festival this year, and then uh, uh, the Rocky Mountain Folks Festival in Lyons. Yeah, yeah. So those, I mean, and those. I mean, I'm sure those bring a different kind of vibe to like yeah. your travel because then because then you're you're more surrounded. I guess probably around more musicians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's cool. And then. You know, obviously a festival crowd is much bigger than yeah. our normal Tuesday night <laughs> pizza place. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's great. And it is really, it's fun to meet different musicians because we end up playing with them when we come back to town. Right. Um, that keeps the, the show interesting, I guess. It's fun, too. The, like, I have a, a really good friend of mine from back in high school that only time I ever see him is when I'm playing in Minneapolis or somewhere around there and he'll come and sit in and play guitar with me and um or else like this winter I recorded an EP at his house um but those are the only times we see each other and I have a lot of friends like that through all this that you just get these very awesome compact moments with these amazing people and then it's just like poof gone you know we'll see you next time we come through and it's it's kind of a I don't know. I f- it's a better way to hang out with anyone than, than a lot of people would think, I think. Yeah. It's not all work. It's just kind of a privilege to be around those people, even if it's just for a couple hours. Yeah, that's cool. Because, um, I mean, because you, you guys have been doing this for a while um, and traveling and stuff for a while, so I feel like that you're just not just hitting your stride as far as touring goes. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you, you think you are. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, you, you, you do have to, I mean, you'd struggle to find dates or whatever, but it's not, it's not like, well, I think I'm just going to go to Kansas and see what happens. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm just going to go figure it out. Yeah. yeah. There is yeah. A, a long road of planning beforehand. Yeah. That's for sure. Well, you know, and you're grown up now, so that helps. Okay. Your decision making skills are on point now. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, I just think the risks are a little more calculated, but <laughs> I think we can get through Colorado. Like, I know we can play at least three times there. (laughs) The the main thing is just knowing you have enough money to get there and get back. And then everything else in between is where it gets. I really like the idea of being an independent artist because we can kind of choose where we want to go, which is fun. You know, like last winter, I was able to spend 
several months out in California when it was cold in Oklahoma. Yeah. I love having that that freedom and yeah we do have to work for it and find where we're gonna play and how we're gonna get there and all of that but it's a good way to to see new things yeah what good way to spend your winter yeah uh yeah 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 um and and that's that's interesting too because you know living in oklahoma and you guys are are folk i guess artists is that where you put yourself sure. yeah people around here i mean they're dying to get into texas yeah and i mean i don't i don't know your your schedule but like i don't ever see you play texas yeah and that, that's and that's a that's a big deal yeah i have it's been a while i like texas i always seem to be really well received there um i don't know it just seems like for the last year there's been other places you that... haven't had to i think i think that's a big deal like, yeah i mean i like it i really yeah. do like touring in texas and i did a lot of it several years ago um, but Colorado is beautiful <laughs> and New Mexico has chilies and California has the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. which I guess Texas does too. We've played in Port Aransas quite a bit and that's always a good time. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a different ocean. Yeah. Not, not, it's, a different, it's a different ocean. Not, not nearly as pretty as Colorado sure and, and they don't, I mean, they might have chilies, but they're not as good as the green ones in New Mexico. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I mean, and, and not to knock on Texas, but that is it is a thing about Oklahoma musicians. Like, you know, if you start playing music in Oklahoma, it was be it folk or country or whatever. Mm. I'm sure even rocked at some point. Like, you want to make it to Dallas, you want to make it to Austin, yeah. you want to make it down I-35, and you guys, you guys seem like you haven't had to. I mean, that's I mean, there's a, there's a freedom we've, in that. We've we've talked about it. We've talked about maybe planning a, a Texas tour for like the late late winter. Um. Yeah, I don't really have any explanation aside from there's just been. But you haven't had to win other places. We've been a little distracted. Yeah, <laughs> Texas, Texas, I feel like is like its own thing. Like they have their own music charts and their own their own music. I mean, really, now that I know that a lot of things that are considered red dirt are that's what that is now is Texas music. But it's just a little bit overwhelming that it's like its own music planet. Right. Yeah, um, and an interesting story, and I'm not sure he he has this problem anymore, but I know a couple of years ago, um, a friend of ours, Mike Hosty, mm-hmm. um, was telling, or we were talking in a bar, go figure, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, he was telling me that he was having a hard time, he was having a hard time getting dates in Texas, Yeah, and he he wrote a number one song in te- on the Texas charts, yeah. and he's like, well, it's my song, uh, still, but he couldn't get it, you know, he's, mm-hmm. he's a folk artist or a solo mm-hmm. artist, and he doesn't have that sound. He's not hard to get yeah. in there. Um, it's, it's, I just think it's interesting. It's it's cool. It's kind of uh, neat to see somebody, see two, at least two people that are, you know, having tours, a lot of tours, and you don't have to hit Texas. That's, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, so what is what are your favorite things about being on the road? Chili. Chili. <laughs> <laughs> um, God. I like seeing new things every day. Just a travel. Yeah. 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 I like it when we have days off and we can just. So most recently we had this conversation um, in a yet to be aired or maybe it will be aired. I don't know. Um, No, it's, it's, it's out there, isn't it? Our top five favorite cities. It's out there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And our our top five least, our top five least favorite cities. (laughs) Would you care to weigh in on this? Hmm. Least? Where do you hate going? (laughs) And it doesn't have to be on tour. Just. I mean, it can be Bristow, Oklahoma, mm. which I do not like. <laughs> Although, right. Skinner's from there, so I mean, that's, that's a I'm plus. I'm not a huge uh, 
um, Fort Smith, Arkansas fan, but I almost don't want to say that because I play there a lot and I always have a good time and everybody's really nice. Yeah, we had fun there. Maybe it's because I've been there so much. Well, yeah, it's like it's like um, Tulsa. You go to Tulsa so much. Like, I'm tired of this. Yeah, place. yeah. yeah. Um, places I'm trying, I'm I love. Yeah. places that I hate. I love. So this. let's talk. I hate so, states in general that I have to drive through. Ohio. Uh, Nebraska can, mm-hmm. yeah. Kansas, a little bit. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awful. That's like to think a of true test places. of sanity. Um, I have a little spot in, in between Taos and Santa Fe that, um, I really love to go to called Ojo Caliente. It's like a mineral springs. And, uh, I always try to work, uh, at least one day off. When we play those places, I know it's I, I know it's a Saturday, but I can't play it. Yeah, yeah, I'm really busy. I'm yeah. already booked. Yeah, yeah, that's that's one of my. I love Taos and Santa Fe too. I love so, going to both of those places. I'm still trying to think of places I hate. <laughs> I hate every weird truck stop in Missouri. Okay, <laughs> that's usually it, when I start feeling like I'm getting looked at a little. Yeah. Isn't like, every isn't from here? Every truck stop in Missouri weird. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you you told me an interesting story about you and a truck stop in Missouri, but we'll we'll keep that for <laughs> the kids. Oh god, which one? <laughs> Does it involve the man talking about penicillin? <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, but you're telling that story now. <laughs> I mean, I can. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, you're telling it. Go. Oh man, okay. <laughs> um, it was in actually in a bathroom. We were uh, side by side. urinal neighbors you could say and uh out of nowhere this guy just strikes up a conversation with me and i see you got out-of-state plates where are you headed and i told him colorado he's like oh man i used to live out there in the 70s 60s and 70s back when free love reigned and penicillin could cure anything and i was just like Nice to meet you, buddy. Did you guys shake hands? No. <laughs> no. But then it was like, I thought I got rid, rid of him. And then, no, we were like right next to each other at the pump. So he had many other gems of stories for me about his heyday in Boulder, Colorado. Well, that's that, that's the kind of people you meet, Eric. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're drawn to me, I yeah. guess. <laughs> Carter, anything like that? Like, no, everybody, everybody out of me is really sweet to me. Yeah. No, I don't know. She has conversations like that oh, all yeah, the time. Weird. There's weirdos out there. I uh, can't even think of anything <laughs> right now. People that like to have a lot of fun? Hmm. That's their definition of fun. I had a man in Colorado one time tell me that he really wanted to buy one of my CDs, but he didn't have any money. But he had these collections of um, like concrete that he had poured into bear prints, and he was like, "Will you take two of these paw prints for a CD?" And I did. I mean, what do you say? <laughs> no. <laughs> fuck, fuck right off. Yeah, Paul no, print, this is not money. Did a man lick your boot once? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I got this pair. I found this pair of white cowboy boots at this thrift store somewhere down in Texas. And took them to my boot guy so he could make them red boots. And I had just gotten them back. Like, I'm not even quite sure they were completely dry yet. This was down on the Plaza District. And a man was like, he asked first. Well, he asked if he could, like, touch them and take a picture of them. And before I even knew what was happening, (laughs) he was licking them. And I, like, his tongue was on the toe of them. And I freaked out because I was like, 
you probably don't want to do that because I think maybe the 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 paint or whatever they use the dye is still wet and he just didn't even care. But th- but that wasn't for anything. He just wanted to touch her. That boots. was just for his own fun. Yeah, he, like he didn't he, <laughs> did, he didn't want like hey do you can I have one of your CDs? Can I have a no, koozie? No, he didn't. Just I wasn't even playing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just want just want to lick your boots. Yeah, Carter forgot to say that was her idea actually. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't even playing music that night. Yeah. I was just, just walking, my just shopping. <laughs> just walking around. Hey, anybody want to lick my boots? Yeah, I was a, yeah. <laughs> the uh, so you recently played Carter. You recently played the Illinois River Jam. Oh yeah. How is that? Uh, it's the best. It, it's one of my favorite, I think, favorite festivals. Um, I've been playing at it for a long time. Because my pal Travis Linville is the head cheese over there. And uh, I love it because it's small and it's accessible and it's about the music and it's not about anything else. And I know everyone there for the most part. Yeah. So it's, 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 yeah. Like, it's like a family reunion where you get yeah, to hang out in jail. Totally. Right? I got to you know sit in and sing some with Joe Mack and Andy Adams and go swim in the river with Sam Crane and... Kirsten White and yeah. yeah and then the fact that there's so many great music happening there all weekend is really cool I kept constantly thinking like these are these are my friends these are my family and everybody's yeah. got so much going on right now yeah and, it, and it's, it's close to home it's fun to just hang yeah out. and it's in a beautiful place too yeah it's not that doesn't, that doesn't hurt yeah. that was your first experience with it right Eric yeah I only got to go up there Saturday and it was definitely and you obviously didn't get to play because you're not good enough. Yeah, that's pretty much what it came yeah. down to. They actually gave me an email specifically stating that. <laughs> uh, so I left my guitar at home. Yeah. Um, good. I was told I would be kicked out if I touched any stringed instruments. <laughs> good. Uh, no, it was great. I, the, I mean, I love that area of the state. I haven't spent as nearly as much time as I'd like to out there. And uh, it was everything. Her and Andy Adams had been talking my ear off about it for a while, and it was everything they said it would be. It was just a great, relaxed community, and everyone did well. Even if they did, they obviously didn't know me, but they acted like it. Everyone was really nice. Yeah, no, and that's and that's that's cool. I wondered how the, how that compares to like other bigger festivals you, you play. I guess the difference is that they're if they're bigger festivals and they're probably not as personable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad that's doing well. Um, I I really enjoyed it. It's one of my favorites. I didn't get to make it this year, but yeah. but yeah, it's fun. So you guys are um, going back on tour soon. Mm-hmm. Bright and early tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll be um, in Colorado for a couple of weeks, and then uh, we play Stillwater. I think the 13th uh, at Willie's. And I believe it's ladies' night. <laughs> it's always ladies' night at Willie's. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's all for the ladies. Yeah. Well, I hope I hope you get a date, Eric. Well, <laughs> that's where we're going, ladies' <laughs> night. <Yeah. laughs> Trying to pawn him off on somebody. I, I just go for the free beer. <laughs> <laughs> I let the ladies, but I let the ladies give me some free beer, and I just. We played a ladies' night in Stillwater uh, not too long ago, where they were. Not only giving the ladies free beer, but when you walked in, you got this like raffle ticket, and they oh were they were yeah. <laughs> raffling like every hour, which we got the pleasure of doing. It's always they fun. were raffling off um, Starbucks gift cards, but then the last one was a purse, and that's all I was told. So I was like supposed to get the crowd all jazzed up about <laughs> Are you ready for this a mystery purse. purse? And the whole time, Eric was really hoping that he'd win it, but. <laughs> 
He wouldn't what? give me any tickets. Well, how, how, how else was he going to um, provide for your birthday gift? If you <laughs> <Yeah. this first? laughs> oh, man. He can a series <laughs> of raffle winnings. At ladies' nights. Meat raffles. <laughs> yeah, that's something they do up north that I don't really see a lot like of. Here. Five different times yeah, within one week. Like once a day. What's a meat raffle? I'm not even Eric entirely is. sure. I know a bar they has a bunch meat. of meat. What? what are you, and what? there is a raffle. Yeah. Didn't your mom, like, wasn't she a big winner? When, I think so. She <laughs> won, like, two is steaks anyone, and a pork chop. Yeah. Is anyone a winner at a meat raffle? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's a winner at a meat raffle. You should do one of those at the Wormy Dog. A, a meat raffle? A meat raffle? Isn't that kind of what That's happens 2 every weekend? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 I was going to say. It's, well, it's ladies night at Willie's is our meat raffle. <laughs> oh, God. That's, uh, meat raffles, I'd... I'd well, there was a bar in um, in the Lyric District. Anyway, there was the R and M Lounge is what it was called, and it was over on uh, near Empire. Okay. Um, and they used to have random meats in their walk-in, and they would sell them to me and my friend Cody when we'd come in there on Sundays. <laughs> what do you mean? You'd just be like, "I'll take a half pound of." The I'll mystery. just take him. No, he he was a he quarter would, pound of miscellaneous meat. He would please. he would say, "Would you guys?" Want, he said, "We got some more meat in. Would you guys want to come look at it?" And then we would, and we'd walk in there, walk in, and they would have steaks or hamburger and roadkill. Where did it come from? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Again, roadkill could have been could have been a roadkill. Yeah. But got, uh, some, got some good tree right back here for you if you want some. Got some, got some good trash panda back here. I feel you like we some? should do like a public service announcement for the kids. Like, don't, don't it, buy meat. Don't out gamble of a with meat. <laughs> don't random dive bar walk-ins. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you know that if you're a parent and you're letting your kids listen to this, <laughs> I got all meat raffles are the least of your problems. I got all strung out on meat raffles. I got a problem. I got a problem. I can't stop. Betting sausages. <laughs> I'm, dri- I'm driving state to state looking for a meat raffle. <laughs> um, that's rock bottom right there. So something you do that's really cool, Carter, is you do a rock and roll camp for girls every summer. Well, this speaking is your first summer. Yeah, speaking of kids, that's a good segue, right? <laughs> yeah. No. Pro- don't pro- g- kids, don't gamble with your meat. <laughs> but play rock but and play roll. But play rock and roll. <laughs> where they will teach you to gamble with your meat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I'm a founder and director of... The Rock and Roll Camp for Girls in Oklahoma City, and um, we just had our first summer camp in July, and it was amazing. We taught 37 girls ages 8 to, I think our oldest was 15 this year, um, how to rock out and play bass, drums, guitars, vocals, or keys. And they formed bands, and they wrote a song together, and then they played two um, pretty much sold-out shows at the Civic Center downtown, which... Isn't bad for your first gig if you're eight. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, looks like Eric's still waiting to play his first sold out show because it was in there. So it would be nice. Yeah. It would be nice. Someday. Someday. That's 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 cool. Um it's, what 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 got you interested in that? I mean, obviously you're a female and play I music. I am a girl, yes. Um I volunteered with the original camp, which is in Portland, Oregon. Back to that favorite city thing. That's mm-hmm. a good one. That's a good one. Um yeah, I went up there in 2006 and was just really kind of blown away with this thing that was happening there with all these girls and women. And um, so I, ha- I met some friends there that um, have a band, uh, an all-girl band based out of Los Angeles, and they started a camp there. And so I went out um, a couple of summers ago and hung out at that camp for a few weeks. And then 
um, teamed up with some local Oklahoma City women and um, a really cool uh, organization called 612. I guess it's actually a, an arts building in the Paseo Arts District. Um, and we started our own camp. That's awesome. Yeah, it, it <coughs> seemed like it went, went really well. It I got did. I got a sweet T-shirt out of the deal, so I'm not complaining. <laughs> I'm gonna That's cut. really why we we're doing this camp is to get Ira t-shirt. sweet T-shirts yeah. Yeah. that I can then cut the nipples on. <laughs> <laughs> for the kids. <laughs> for, for the kids. Well, it's advertisement. Yeah, and I think I think I'll come next year and teach a class on what not to do. I think um, there is a reason why we don't allow boys at our camp. Fact. Yeah. Yes. Not that we don't love boys and men, but Boy, they talk men. about inappropriate things at inappropriate times. That's for, you're you're so. not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of conversations with you, bro. I would like to hear your <laughs> workshop, though. <laughs> yeah. Maybe just like one night at a bar, you could give it to us. Yeah. Give us the rundown. What not to do. Here's, here's how not to live your life. <laughs> You're going to want to get a pen and paper. <laughs> it's going to be a long It's going to be a long night. First of all, here we are. Um, uh, so you guys are going to play us some songs? <coughs> I think you should. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. You can find more from Eric and Carter at ericthevikingmusic.net and cartersampson.net, respectively. Uh, You can also find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Amplifan. We're going to end our track this week with Eric the Viking performing Another Prayer for the Damned.